Hello, everyone. It's your friend Tristan Miller. I'm just here to inform you that I'm recording my first stand-up comedy album and special on May the 4th in New York City at Caveat at 4 p.m. You can go to the link in my bio on my social media platforms, or you can go to caveat.com, go to May the 4th, and buy tickets there. Highly recommend that you get them early as they are cheaper that way. Also, after the show, I'm going to go, Phantom Menace is playing in theaters. So I'm going to take a big group to go to the nearest AMC or whatever Cineplex and go see my favorite Star Wars movie. I'll say it. I'll say it with my full chest. My favorite Star Wars movie in theaters again. So hope to see you at both things. If you have to pick one, just pick my my show, please. Um, I do. Uh, uh, would, I would like to sell out the house if possible. Anyway, um, love you. I uh, hope to see you soon. Okay, bye bye. And now, our feature presentation. The lady, she scares me every time when I record on Zoom. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Focus Testing, a podcast about movies where we make a movie. My name is Tristan Miller, and joining me today is the very funny Kay Bechel. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm, you know, I'm, uh, this is right before I leave for my trip about a week out, and I'm uh, scared. Um, but that's enough about me. Um <laughs> You do a bit of stand-up, and you also do sketch and stuff. How'd you fall into that? Um, well, I have been an actor. I've been acting since I was a kid, and um, I moved to Chicago a couple of years ago and met a bunch of people who do comedy, and you know, right before I moved, I started doing parody theater, um, pop culture parody, uh, did a, a fun version of uh, Golden Girls on stage. Um Let's see. I did. Um, I was in the Indianapolis premiere performance of Puffs, which is a Harry Potter parody mm-hmm. that got really big in New York. So, um, yeah, yeah. So I, I've always really loved comedy. <laughs> nice, excellent. Um, do you have a favorite comedy film? A comedy what? Film, a film, a movie. Oh, a film, a film, a film. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> a, a favorite comedy film. Oh gosh, you know what? Um, I. I not off the top of my head, but you know what I just watched? Mm. Airplane. I watched Airplane for the first time. The first time? <laughs> I watched it for the it was I it was brilliant, actually. I understand yeah. why people talk about it still. <laughs> it's a it's a good one. It's a classic. Um <laughs> as they say. It's that's very surprising that it took you a redacted number of years to get to it. <laughs> but that's wonderful. Um, so I have some trivia questions for you, if you would. All right. Uh, oh, you know me. I love some trivia. Yeah, you famously love <laughs> trivia. What was the first one um, that I was going to ask you here? Which one is it? Um, I'll just go with this one. Which country? should replace the United States as top dog in movie productions. Ooh. Which country uh, would you like to see that happen? You know, I think that Bollywood films are really underrated for production value. I would mm-hmm. love to see 
India. Um, yeah. Nice. Good answer. <laughs> There's no right or wrong. Um, I generally do start with this, and I, I do apologize for the the ones of listeners that expect consistency from me. And that's, um, could you please define what is movie? Movie. Um, what is movie? M- movie. Movie is a picture that um, through time <laughs> mm-hmm. moves. No. <laughs> um, um, Honestly, I don't know. I'm the same person. Like I, I um, when it comes to define, it's like art, you know. Like what is art? And there's no, I don't think you can really, as long as you can point to it and you feel like it is. That's how I feel about movies. You know, if it's, it doesn't matter if it's ten minutes long or if it's three hours long. It is a Mm -hmm. movie. Um, Movie is what's in your heart. Yeah, exactly. What's a what's a dream but a movie in our heads? <laughs> I found the question that uh I wanted to ask you first cuz I think you're well equipped to give me a good answer. What book should never be turned into a film? Oh gosh. That's a hard one. Yeah. Um I believe it's and I haven't read it through it all, but I think it's House of Leaves. Um, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which um, I think, you know, things like that that are very conceptual or formatted very specifically for a book. Like, um, and there have been plenty of books that I love that have been turned into movies. And I think anyone can agree that a lot of books don't translate well on the screen. They miss that that core thing in them that makes you love them as a book. But that's that's one I feel like um, I've seen I've seen a couple people actually be like they should make that into a movie and I'm like it would never it'd be impossible. No, you could never work out that into a decent film. I don't think so either. I think that's a very good a good choice. Now, another one is what character from a film do you want to go down on you the most? <laughs> Huh. Again, we're looking for character. I know. And here's the thing is not really tied to movie characters all that much. Very big into television characters. Movie characters, not so much. I guess, I don't know. Anything that David Tennant has probably played. (laughs) Okay, so... What, why won't why don't we say David Tennant in Fright Night because he's got that makeup on? Yes, that is absolutely that for it. That's the correct answer. Um, great. I so here's the thing. I've written this this question months ago, and I have no idea what it means. And the the real trivia question is: Can you tell me what I meant by this? Which is, <laughs> do you think success is worse than not success? <laughs> well, um. Uh, what I think you meant was, um, I guess, w- what I'm guessing you mean is, is success, I guess, you know what? I don't know what you meant. <laughs> I honest to God, I was trying to come up with something there. And I think you might have um, been a little tired there. <laughs> yeah, I think I might have been. What I think I was trying to get at now that I'm reading it is like, you know, sometimes the you want success so badly and then you get there and it's lonely at the top. 
And yeah. is that truly worse? Is that true? Like, which is, they're both difficult. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, what movie has the best soundtrack? Again, these are trivia questions. There is a right answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Um, you know, I've never been one for movie soundtracks. I know some people get really into them. I'm going to have to go with um, probably just a movie musical. I listened to Les Mis recently um, oh, really? from the film. Yeah, the film version and um, holds up. I, the audio quality on that was great for them doing that. I don't know if, you know, when they were when they recorded it for, you know, CD and Spotify and all that, they used the actual movie recording. But we, I know that a lot of the uh, audio from that came from on set. Um, yeah. It wasn't done and uh in a studio which was uh fun to learn yeah famously not good for your voice to be singing 12 hours a day that's true that which is, is true why you know hugh jackman's voice sometimes sounds like two bits of tissue paper just like creaking <laughs> together and like it's not his fault at all and, yeah i remember watching that in theaters when it came out on christmas day and um i left that with a migraine like i yeah physically was cringing when he was singing and it took a lot for me to, <laughs> to get through it um great great actor though mm -hmm. oh yeah he made that fun of me <laughs> like it's very oh you. <laughs> he sounds like he's got like his tonsils stuck up the back of his nose or something yeah it's yeah and it, i very much having seen him sung live i was privileged enough to see him on broadway uh one time and he that's completely because of the production schedule. Anyway, he sings very well in person. Now, finally, um, actually two, two questions left. One, which monster move, which movie monster do you want to be in a relationship with? Movie monster, movie monster. Mm -hmm. Um... Oh, gosh. Um, gotta go with um, Nosferatu. I think. <laughs> Excellent. The OG. <laughs> exactly. No, I think. Um, I think there's something there. You know, I think he just needs a little work done. <laughs> not like not like plastic surgery, but you know, I feel like with the tender, some tender loving care, we can buff out. You know, shine that diamond. Make it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea. Of I think there's something there. I've seen Nosferatu, <laughs> and I think there's something between the two of us that he won't acknowledge. A gentle, loving hand. <laughs> he could really shine. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And finally, <laughs> as always, why is Austin Powers so sexy? Because oh, he just is, baby. <laughs> <laughs> because he just is. Excellent. Wonderful. So now I'm going to pick out a random word for us. To see what we got here. Oh boy, oh boy. Okay, we have... I was going to say brave, but that's already a film, isn't it? <laughs> graze. Graze. Graze, like grazed by a bullet. like E-G-R-A-Z-E, graze. Grazed, all right. A graze, like to brush up against or to eat. Oh. What about this? Zootopia spinoff, Grey's Anatomy, it's all the herbivores working at a hospital. That shouldn't be the movie that we're working on. <laughs> but No, when I hear when I hear Grey's, I think action movie. 
Okay. Um, I like that. Like, yeah. Like, um, hmm. I'm just imagining lots of bullets, lots of, um, I think maybe spy thriller. What about this spy thriller? Like, and then the big showdown at the end happens in a bullet factory. And they have to be very, very careful with their shots because if they shoot off one bullet, it's going to cause the whole thing. And the end shooting happens with, you know, a guy will shoot a bullet and the other bullet will kill it. The person will shoot a bullet and then that bullet will also fire into somebody else, you know, ricocheting them all around, a bunch of trick shots at the end. How's that sound? That sounds great. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's the end. (laughs) We have the end. (laughs) working backwards yeah just like george lucas told me to um so i like spy thriller called grays with a bunch of bullets Uh, i think we need a a badass uh heroine okay sick ass Um, what's the problem What, what are they spying on well um i feel like we i feel like all spy movies have already touched on all the 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 major countries uh as an american like uh china or russia or iran i think we need to pick somewhere totally off the wall um i would love to see a spy from finland okay or perhaps chile I think Finland's very good. Okay, we'll, we'll stick with Finland. I think Finland is very good. So are they from Finland or are they spying on Finland? No, they're definitely got to be from Finland. I they're don't from think there's Finland. enough. There's not enough Finnish spies out there. Okay. Uh, we can't even start this movie, let alone finish. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so it's a Finnish spy and they're spying on the States or uh sure america's got to be involved somehow it's a spy yeah, movie, well, that so. it would explain all the bullets <laughs> at the end now wouldn't it exactly yeah um so the finnish spy it's a lady finnish spy and they're they're spying on the united states so hmm i feel like it's got to be sort of an international spy group that they're a part of and they're trying mm-hmm. to prove their metal because no one takes True women or finland seriously (laughs) so that so i feel like they have to constantly prove themselves and they are like they got to be partnered with someone that doesn't take them serious right Mm -hmm. i feel like um hmm. i think feel like I'm in dangerous territory of it becoming men in black here is the thing. <laughs> oh, <And> really? <laughs> so I feel as though I, I do like the international thing. I think they should be partnered with someone that doesn't take them seriously, but I think it shouldn't be like a, I think it should be a younger person than them. I think it should be an older Finnish woman <laughs> and a younger, okay. like a Gen Z junior agent that is more competent at. Oh the, Yeah. And very um, annoying. I'm thinking, uh, do you watch um, Law and Order at all? Organized no, I do not. Crime. I can't remember the girl's name. But she's like the tech person for organized crime, and she's very Gen Z. And like, I, I'm just imagining her just being like, "Fuck." 
Okay, excellent. Um, I'm looking her up right now. Oh, yeah. Um, Ashley Seeger. Ansley? Ansley Seeger. Okay, we'll have her. Why not? So, they're together. And um, may I suggest for our leading lady, uh, Dame Helen Mirren. Oh, of course. Because she's great in an action film. Oh, absolutely. Um, So, it's these two against the world. Um, Against the state, specifically. (laughs) (laughs) um so we have our two protagonists who is our antagonist is it just the president of the united states it should be okay so this goes all the way to the top it goes all the way to the top i feel i mean like well you have to i i would say it's a spy movie maybe like cia but i feel like the president definitely has to have a solid footing in this plot okay so what is the president doing with all these bullets (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. hmm what is the uh, president doing all with these bullets selling them i think obviously has well, to be it. but for not not to i th- i feel like to an organization that we wouldn't necessarily expect does that make sense PETA. yes <laughs> i like that perfect um <laughs> because they're the Peter's notion is rural farmers are still doing it old fat, old yeller style, and we gotta get rid of the bullets to stop shooting specifically dogs, but also stop hunting, but mostly the old yeller thing. <laughs> I think that's great. And so the CIA and PETA are working together. Now, why is that bad? Hmm. Because many reasons of these two organizations could not be more disparate. Um, (laughs) Why does Finland want the bullets? Why do? Why is it bad? Okay, so Finland—they don't know. No one knows this, but Finland's major import, I feel like, is. in this world, in this world, this is again a fabrication. I cannot stress that enough. Totally fictional world <laughs> is uh, dog carcasses, and it's <laughs> because they don't um, because they use them. What do they use the dog carcasses for, um, Tristan? You tell me. Or yeah, it, okay, it could please. Be, okay, okay. I don't, I, um, I'm imagining please. a scenario in this fictional world where dog carcasses are used. Um, do you know about horseshoe crabs? They use horseshoe crab blood to like do stuff with vaccinations i'm imagining in this world that's okay. what the dog carcasses are for it is a oh. medicinal use <laughs> it's used i like they're using dog blood to then use vaccines and part of this clearly then has to be a QAnon aspect of it all right <laughs> yeah where there's like some conspiracy that like Pfizer is somehow they use dog blood and it turns out it's true. Like that's how it opens is on like a 4chan Reddit thread yes. or whatever. And no one believes it. And then this one Finnish lady, because she's so old, believes a Facebook post that she sees. And the Gen <laughs> Z person is like, you're insane. But then it turns out to be 100% true. Oh, of course. And then the younger, the younger spy here is just like, is just like, you're like ridiculous, but then starts looking into it. And it's like, honestly, like there's a scene of her like checking out like 4chan and Reddit and being like, oh my God. Like you can see all the posts flying past her head and half transparency. <laughs> Perfect. 
100%. So they discover it's true, then they have to stop it. And that leads to the shootout in the bullet factory. Now, there's a little chunk in the middle that we're missing here. Yeah. <laughs> we got um, the beginning and the end. What's the what's the middle blip? Blip lap. All right. Okay, what's act two here? Um, it's got to be okay. them doing the spying. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Oh no, the uh, classic spy movie. There has to be a gala. They have to go to a gala at the White House. Perfect. Um, the White House correspondence dinner. Yes. And like Jay Leno's trying weakly to do jokes. Special special cameo by Jay Leno. Hey, you know, you ever know the president? You know, like this. You know, like doing that thing. Spot on. Thank you. Um. Yeah, and um, uh, we I feel like there has to be use of a tracking device somewhere, and um, mm. I'm trying to think. Oh, oh, okay. So, um, the president is having a secret meeting. All right, and so at the White House correspondence dinner, like they know that the president's going to go off to this secret meeting. Um, so they slip a tracker into his champagne and have him mm. drink it, mm. and they're able to track him that way. I like that. I like that a There's lot. No joke, <laughs> no joke in that one. Just like, no, no, I like close. that a lot. Yeah. And they're able to track them. Then they, you know, creep up and they're like hidden someplace. But then here's the joke part about it is the next day, someone's like, the president had to be rushed to the emergency room for passing a kidney stone <laughs> <laughs> because he drank the fob. And the fob's like the size of a quarter. <laughs> And I think that pays off. So they track the president. The president is having a clandestine meeting with the head of PETA. Yes. Who should play the head of PETA, do you think? Mm, I feel like it has to be someone older, mm-hmm. male, mm-hmm. renowned. Um, I, I don't know my mind keeps going to morgan freeman <laughs> that's great i would love that yeah we really need to get these dog carcasses out of here um i think that's great because normally morgan freeman plays like the president in one of these no, kinds exactly. of movies i want to see morgan freeman as more of a bad guy I think what would be a fun fake out for it would be like they're tracking the president and you don't see the president you just see you know like them being mushed over and then it cuts to morgan freeman talking to someone who would normally like Corey stole right who would play a villain yeah. in this kind of thing yeah. and then of course it's you know so the expectation is subverted there oh yeah and they put a really good wig on Corey stole that's the thing i gotta <laughs> like <None> midnight of- <laughs> in paris level good of a rug for that man lace front totally yep. snatched like no cheap ass Party city wigs here. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. So I like that. So they track them. Then does that lead to like them going, okay, the shipment's this time, and that leads out to the shootout, or is there a little bit more? Um, you know, I think that I think the shootout scene, or at least the one where the factory, I think the factory scene should take a little longer. Um, okay. Because you don't want to, you don't want to just immediately go into a shootout. Okay. So mm-hmm. um, they're at the factory, they're having a the meeting. And, um, I feel like there should be some other secret revealed. Um, I'm not sure. 
yeah, there's got to be like a third act twist, another twist. Yeah, yeah, something mm. about what like something else that they're using the the dog carcass and dog blood for. Um, um, I think <laughs> I I feel like a personal betrayal would be good here. Okay, like if the supervisor to this um to these two agents like shows up or something like that right oh yeah you know we get someone like very expensive at the beginning oh, so, of this movie. yeah go ahead so ba- like back in act one mm-hmm. when helen mirren is like totally buying in off of this facebook meme and goes to the supervisor yeah. and the supervisor's like nah that's ridiculous and then yeah, yeah. the supervisor shows up in act three Mm-hmm. that's actually really good thank you classic a classic move oh, absolutely. Um, I, who should the the supervisor be someone who you know what I, my instinct says sasha baron cohen and i can't tell you why <laughs> i love that no i feel like that would be so good oh my god just imagine him doing a finnish accent that'd be great oh, right? exactly. <laughs> uh, all right great then they have the betrayal and then the shootout. And then how does it actually end? And do they get the dog carcasses or not? Um, I feel like they stop this. (laughs) Sorry. There's gotta be a scene where they're chasing it. They're like, you know, they do that classic thing of like jumping in a dumpster and it's just a bunch of dogs. (laughs) I gotta say, this has gotta be very upsetting for some listeners. And I do apologize. This movie, um, is actually blacklisted from does the dog die? Dog. Absolutely. There are too many don't dead even... dogs. <laughs> uh, or, okay, so it's gray is or how I stopped learning to worry and killed a dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You know, I was thinking when we were like, mm-hmm. oh, the, the plot twist, I was like, I've got to incorporate hair of the dog somehow. <laughs> like, <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> the uh, hair I of the like dog that. in this case is actual hair of the hair. dog. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Oh, it's unfortunate. I, mean, I want to say a good one-liner joke. I agree. I think. Yeah. I think like they spend a night all you know at, after the gala, and oh, yeah. they get get a little drunk, and then the next day they're like a hair of the dog, and they're like a ha ha. I think that's excellent. Um. <laughs> um. I also want to stress enough that I like dogs. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I like dogs. This is nothing personal against dogs. Not sure if it was picked up on the audio earlier. You could hear my dog. I have a dog. Yep. Love them dearly. <laughs> That's probably where I grasped it from. I'm like yeah. thinking about dog, not your dog specifically in this instance, but <laughs> but I like dogs. They're fine. I want to emphasize that. Anyway, so <laughs> they're running after Sasha Baron Cohen, and I feel like it's got to be like an ironic death, right? Like yeah. he either tries oh. to shoot. Go ahead. I was thinking. Okay, so we never established really how these dogs are dying. I like how we, I don't know where the bullets went in this, but, um, well, they had the shootout in the factory and now they're running yeah. from it. Okay. Yes. Okay. So with the dog, okay. So like, what if Sasha Barra Cohen, uh, meets his demise because, <laughs> um, they have the dogs still alive stored somewhere and he falls into the pit of dogs rather humorously and is eaten alive by them as Can revenge. I had the same thought. <laughs> it's like this guy's got to be eaten like by dogs. Yep. 
gotta be ripped apart by vicious dogs and then the obviously the viewer uh, needs retribution for all of these dog carcasses that's the only way <laughs> very lion king you know <laughs> <laughs> slow-mo fall <laughs> yeah oh i wasn't even thinking that i was thinking at the end when scar gets eaten by the hyenas oh okay both both those things slow-mo fall yes. and then also that does morgan freeman get off scot-free his character um no i no. think he should um definitely get it uh bite the bullet so to speak his, bullets um, wor- his bark is worth its bite it's nothing <laughs> um no i think he should i think slow death maybe like mm, it's mm. uh uh grazed mm. i feel like there should definitely be some got it Okay. So there's a machine that extracts all, th- this is so gruesome and I'm so sorry, <laughs> but extracts all the blood from these dead carcasses, like, you know, yes. like sucks them from a mosquito and he gets grazed and then the machine senses his blood and he gets yes! all of his blood sucked out. That's brilliant. It. Thank you. And he, <laughs> so it's just like a slow, terrible death. That kind of just happens and then they have to chase Sasha Baron Cohen and then they come back and he's like, nothing but just no blood yeah. gross very bad to look at yeah. oh i like it um who should direct it that's the one bit of thing that we haven't picked up yet i'm gonna say his name wrong taika waititi taika waititi yeah well yeah no i'm imagining but, especially with sasha Baron cohen and some yeah. i really want it to be like a classic spy thriller but has that have his classic comedy turn in it. He love him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's great. Then I would yeah. say though, um, if he's got to insert himself into the film he made, cause oh, he does. Yeah. So he's got to play the president. Cause I think that's funny. Oh yeah. No, perfect. We didn't even, yeah. I didn't even cast it. I'm so, yeah, that'd be great. I'm sorry, Corey stole in your good wig. You're out. Taika Waititi's in. <laughs> Also, um, I would like to petition here, really bad wig. <laughs> really bad wig on Taika Waititi. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Ah, perfect. A plus. I think we did it. So are you ready for a lightning round? That means we get like sure. two sentences for this. Awesome. So the first one is Chin. My pitch for Chin is um, an adaptation of The Crimson Chin from Fairly Odd Parents starring Bruce Campbell. Why do you read my mind? How do you do well, Okay. okay. Um, uh, Chen, I can do a different I'm... one. No, no, you already said it. Uh, Chen, I'm gonna say, um, um, shoot, I all I can think of is radioactive Chin now. Um, chin, that's chin, fine. Oh no, um, uh, a, a group of wild chinchillas, uh, invade New York. Fantastic. We have not N, sorry, K N O T, not. So this is about a small. A pizzeria in Brooklyn, and they're about to go out of business. But then they hire this new kid, and he's pretty weird. But they, the, but the younger kids that work at this pizzeria like him, and they're from the high school. And he starts making these great garlic knots, and he saves the family business. And it's about learning to trust outsiders sometimes. All right, um, not. I'm thinking a documentary. Uh, mm-hmm. Full style life of a tree from seedling until it gets taken through the the plank factory wherever they <laughs> sawmill. Yar, let's go to the plank factory. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, this next one is few, F-E-W, but I'm going to take uh, artistic liberty and be um, and say that this is a movie about a man who keeps almost dying, and it's phew, and he keeps <laughs> narrowly missing death. Christ, okay, um, phew, I'm thinking, um, okay, I'm thinking that it's like, um, um, Oh, it's a, it's a story of three people, um, okay. kind of like serendipity, and their lives keep crossing. Except for it's not a rom com; it's just about how these three people live in the same town and almost meet each other but never do. <laughs> Sick, great. Um, next we have a repetition, spelled the usual way. Repetition. repetition. Ooh, I would... uh, go, yeah, ahead. go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I'm thinking, um, obviously Groundhog's Day style. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I think that it should be, um, you know, if this one is a rom-com, I want to say, um, this, this guy is, uh, going on a first date and he's bucking it up and it's, yeah, kind of Groundhog's Day style. Uh, it changes Mm -hmm. slightly every time trying to learn how to, he's gotta be with this person that he's on the date with. Gotta be. Gotta be. Gotta be. Um, I would say mine is about a drumline and the interpolitics oh. of that and college drumline and trying to then use that to also through orchestra season get a job as a professional percussionist in the New York Philharmonic. Oh. All right. So we got one more, and that is climb. 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 C C L I M B. Yep, climb. <laughs> really hitting that buh. Oh yeah. Climb. Um, I wanted it to be about monkey. I think. Um, okay, great. Yeah, he's very curious. Uh, His name is George. <laughs> <laughs> um. No. Yeah. No. It's uh. It's, it's about a monkey and ooh. Okay. I. Keep, That's I what they say. Like, they say ooh. <laughs> um no i i think it should be about like uh, yes uh like a fiction it's, it's fictional about the life of a monkey uh or like you know like uh but it's about de- deforestation and oh, okay. um very uh uh about climate change ah, got, got the climb and but... climb <laughs> <laughs> my film that's very good i like that a lot um <laughs> climb is about someone who works in a ladder store and he's trying to make it all the way to the top of the company but oh shoot he just keeps going back down and there you have it so um what would you like people who listen to this podcast to know about you oh goodness um that's the thing no one should know anything um (laughs) i'm a big proponent for ignorance uh, no, I'm sometimes on a uh, sketch comedy show called The Ha Ha Hour uh, that streams on Zoom. So um, mm-hmm. if you can look it up, The Ha Ha Hour on Instagram or TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, uh, if you're in the Chicago area, I will be on a little show called History Mystery on uh, February 10th at the Lincoln Lodge at 7 p.m. Nice. I do not know <laughs> if this will come out before yeah. or after that, but regardless, congratulations on the show, or I'm sorry it didn't go that well, depending yeah. on... <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> it. You're welcome. 
Um, if you want to have early access to this podcast, you can go to tristanmiller.substack.com and subscribe there. I want to say thank you very much, Kate. This was very, very fun. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. I was in a bit of a foul mood earlier, and this has really cheered me up, so I appreciate it. I'm so glad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, I'm going to stop recording now. (laughs) 